Hi, welcome to episode 14 of Talk About the Passion. I'm your host, Christian Campagna, and uh, this is a weekly podcast where I talk to folks about their journey uh, through music, writing, filmmaking, uh, whatever, creative stuff. A good chunk of uh, these conversations so far have uh, followed a, a similar path, like a, a timeline, and uh, this this one does as well. Uh, it's, a, it's a little bit longer than most of the, the ones have been. It's about uh, 90 minutes. And, uh, but I, you know, I didn't expect any less uh, from this particular guest. And uh, so since this one is so long, I'll, I'll try to make this uh, as quick as I can. Uh, my guest today is uh, my friend Keith Bennett. Uh, Keith is another guest I've uh, known for well over 30 years. And uh, you might know him as the bass player for the defunct uh, Boston hardcore band, The Wrecking Crew, uh, as, you know, the biggest Motorhead fan in the world. Or uh, the singer and bassist for Panzer Bastard. I know when people talk about uh, Boston hardcore, you know, names come up like Choke, Al Baril, uh, John Anastas, uh, guys like that. Uh, but but for me, and you know, I think people from Boston, uh, Keith Bennett is uh, a name I think that, that should be right along all those people. Uh, I think everyone here knows him and... Uh, yeah. Anyway, if, if you don't know Keith, you know he likes to talk. Uh, he's one of the funniest people in the world, and uh, his stories are, are animated and, and funny, and uh, he does a lot of great impressions. And uh, yeah, so when we initially set this up, uh, he said, you know, I'm an open book. You can ask me whatever, anything you want. And then when we, we met in person the other day to do this, uh, he expressed that again, Uh so I, I knew there were some demons I think he wanted to uh, exercise here. And uh, I'm glad he did. He gets into some, uh, you know, pretty pretty heavy stuff in this episode. In, uh, you know, perfect uh, Bennett fashion. Uh, he doesn't hold back uh, anything. So with that said, I'll preface this episode with uh, this some pretty salty language in this episode. And some of the stuff we get into might not be for everyone, but the, the point of this podcast, or, or one of the points of this podcast, is to show folks being human, talking about things they're passionate about, and, uh, you know, I'd, I'd never censor anyone on here or cut anything out, you know, unless they asked me, and uh, there's nothing here I'd cut out either. Uh, we had a, a great time doing this. I, I always love seeing Keith, and uh, I was glad to get him to chat with me. Uh, a couple more things. If you want to follow this podcast on social media, I, I get you covered here. I'm on uh, Facebook at facebook.com slash T-A-T-P podcast. Uh, Twitter, T-A-T-P pod. And I'm now on uh, Instagram at uh, T-A-T-P podcast. And then, of course, uh, talk about the passion.podbean.com is where uh, this thing is hosted. And you know, it's on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher. And all those fun uh, podcast places. Uh, so, also, if you or someone you know wants to be on here, I'd love to uh, hear from you. Hit me up on uh, Twitter or Facebook, and we'll, we can figure something out. And, uh, you know, unless I have no interest in talking to you. Just kidding. Uh, thanks for listening, and uh, I hope you enjoy this episode. Uh, it's a, a long one. And, uh, yeah, cheers. Thanks.
All right, I'm here with my friend Keith Bennett, uh, Boston, Massachusetts, and uh, we've known each other for 30-something years now. 35 years, man. 35 years, probably. Close to 35. Close to 35. Close to 35. And uh, where where did you exactly grow up? I I, I grew up exactly (laughs) on the same block on Beacon Street, like right... Um, right down, if you if you if you left Kenmore, if you took a left out of Nemo's or the Pizza Pad and kept yeah. walking down Beacon, yeah, past Fathers Two, yeah, then there was one block that had uh, like a pizza joint, a uh, Chinese joint, Brigham's, five, oh, yeah, yeah. five and Dime, the Market, the yeah. Pharmacy, the Rug Store, yeah, the very the very next like the the first block after Carlton, yeah, uh, when I, when I was born, mm-hmm. and. So I I lived three places on the same block until I was twelve. Yeah. I lived at ten seventy. Building went up for condo. Yeah. And in a, uh, like a rare flash of compassion, mm-hmm. the uh, the the realty company, whoever owned the buildings at the time, right. they owned the whole block. Yeah. And they uh, for their tenants that weren't going to buy their units, they were like, "Listen, we'd still love to have you rent. Yeah. Can we put you somewhere?" So <laughs> growing up, I went. 1070, 1090, <laughs> 1100. Yeah. So when I was uh, like right around when I turned 12, my uncle, who basically raised me, uh, he, he's he's for all intents and purposes my father. Okay. So back up when when I, when we lived at 1070, it was me, my mom, mm-hmm. my uncle, and my 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 nana. Okay. My nana passed away. My uncle got married. Then we moved to 1090. Then we moved to 1100. It was just me and my mom. Yeah. When 1100 went up, at that point, my uncle had started to do very well for himself. Yeah. And he was just like, you know what? This is fucking retarded. Yeah. I'm. T- I can't. I can't see you guys keep getting bounced. Right. He he bought a place way the fuck up. Yeah. Uh. So and that's that's where my mom is now. And I'm I moved back there, mm-hmm. um, three years ago because. Yeah. My mom's not good, right? So I got uh, karma. Yeah, she took care of me. I, I got the same. Thing. Yeah, yeah, I got to yeah. take care. So, yeah, yeah. Um, when I was when I was just turning twelve, my uncle bought a place for us at seventeen ninety five, and it's like legit smack dab between Washington Square, oh nice, and Cleveland Circle, and it's 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 the only place in Brookline and on Beacon Street. <laughs> we got churches on on the top of both blocks, <laughs> and one church looks like. The, like uh, the church from Witchfinder General, Friends oh, yeah. of Hell, <laughs> and the the second church looks like something from a cathedral video. Yeah. Oh, nice. <laughs> it's yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, perfect. yeah, yeah. yeah so, for you. yeah, the the mean streets of Brookline. <laughs> it's pretty easy to be the toughest kid in Village Corner. <laughs> you know? uh, so this uncle, this was your mother's brother, I yeah, take it. Yeah, yeah. So your dad was out of the picture completely. Well, that 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 guy came in. My mother, he like. I'm not even gonna give him the yeah. fucking the time okay. of day to be my my dad. He's, yeah, he's yeah. a fucking cunt. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so your uncle did he uh, was he a music guy? Did he influence no, you at no, all? No, 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 no. And the weird thing with that is he he honestly is. If anybody listening like knows my deal, I'll just put say this: he's more of a hero to me than Lemmy. Yeah. Okay. He's he's just a a, a really. A, f- a fine human being. He, he's an honorable guy. He's a self-made dude. Yeah. Um, he instilled a love of literature, mm-hmm. a, a love of reading, a love of history. Uh, it, it just his his use of language. Yeah. It, it, and it's like I mean, 
I'll, I'll give you a bit to say it's like, you know, it's it's part of like you, you, if you got that Celtic strain in your mm-hmm. blood. Yeah. But there's also just some stuff where it's just like you just you see these one of a kind people in life. Yeah, yeah. And I'm lucky enough that th- one of those people happens to be part of my right? uncle. Yeah. Yeah. He, awesome. He's he's a, a, just an amazing guy. And he's still he's still alive. He, yeah. He's still he. Thank fuck. He's still alive. Yeah. yeah. He, he's like, I don't even want to think about when he, he's going to go because he's. Right. He's he's my right hand. Yeah, I love him a lot. Nice. Yeah. So how so how did you get into music early on? I, I honestly like it just kind of was. Yeah. Um, like the earliest things I remember is, I I couldn't even tell you an age. Like, cause yeah. I I don't want to like like act like I'm trying way too hard and right, right. say it was, I was one. <laughs> right. And I you know playing, I I, yeah. I I finger picked, <laughs> smoke on the water. Right. But. You know, my my mom was a frustrated actress. My mm-hmm. my nana was just, she played piano. She was like, we never had a piano in my house. This is something I learned like after the fact. But she she was always singing like, yeah. and, and you know, g- going back to like the like the Irish thing. Like, there's the gift of gab, mm-hmm. and there is like a love of music. And in in my house, like I'm there to this day, like there's like these weird, not weird, but just like really obscure like old songs that right. are, like, even though I'm old now, like somebody like. Want, I should have never known right, the, right. these songs at all, let alone know them word for word. Mm-hmm. But my whole family, like it, it was like like Broadway and bef- like right before rock and roll happened. Like yeah. my, my family was too conservative for rock and roll. Right. Like they were like when Elvis was happening, they were listening to like Jim Reeves. Yeah, yeah. And Pat, they were like Pat Boone people. Right. They weren't. They weren't like right. Chuck Berry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So like, I'll, like not only do I know like Chuck Berry, I know weird like you know. Yeah, yeah. Like Nelson Eddy, right? You know, shit like that. Right, like random. Yeah. So, it, and some of my early memories was when I was a little kid. Is that on Sundays, it was it was like religious that we, the Lawrence Welk show. Oh yeah, we would be on. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and it was it, there'd be like mutual Omaha's Wild Kingdom. Yeah, yeah. Lawrence Welk show and then Walt Walt Disney. Yeah, yeah. Or, or oh, yeah. Wonderful World of Disney. Yeah, and they'd show those movies. Right, yeah. And it just and these things are great. Like, dude, honestly, when I'm walking down the street, like like I'll get this melody in my head and it's straight up from yeah, Lawrence Welk. From like, you know, like <laughs> Myron Florin and Norma Zimmer, the champagne lady, shit yeah. like that. Then um it was just the monkeys. Yeah. I, you know, I I didn't know that wasn't real. Yeah. <laughs> you know, know when right. you're five and six. Yeah. Then uh, there was like the Osmonds because they had the cartoon yeah. thing. Yeah. Uh, the Jacksons. Yeah. Then it was completely by mistake. Like I I was not hip. Yeah. Like, I'm still not <laughs> hip, you know, but I wasn't like, I wasn't a cool seven-year-old. Right. But the, the day that everything changed and kind of like made me who I am was when I was seven, I was mm-hmm. with my grand aunts. It was yeah. my Nana's sisters. Yeah. And normally my mom would take me, like, you know, when I'd go with her, like, downtown to downtown crossing the Filene's and right. Jordan's. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I'd, I'd, get, I'd get a toy. Well, no, no. Oh, no, that's way, b- way oh, before. Oh, yeah, that was Well, you know, yeah. not way, but, like, right. five, six years yeah, before. Yeah, yeah. But still, that's yeah. a lifetime when you're, when you're seven. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I didn't have any, like, music records. I didn't have, you know, I knew what rock and roll was, right. but I didn't have yeah, any. Yeah. But I had the storybook records. Mm-hmm. Remember, you know, like, oh, yeah. it was it was almost like radio theater, yeah, yeah. but it was on vinyl, yeah, well, right? And then yeah. you'd have like the comic book come yeah, in, yeah. and it, you'd hear like, and then the door opened, beep, and yeah, the, yeah, the, the, the beep would be like you turn your yeah, page. Yeah, yeah. 
So <clears throat> I this, this actually is one of the first times I was with. It was my my grand aunt Esther, who was yeah. a retired teacher from Southie. Yeah, she was looking in hindsight. She was a very lovely lady. In in the moment, she yeah. was terrifying. <laughs> So my mom had given her like five bucks. This is five dollars. Keith can get a toy or he can get a record. And I I wanted a storybook record. And it wasn't like some bratty thing. Like, I want a story. It was just like, well, okay, honey, you know, like, let's go. Yeah. And she, you know, just being how she was raised. We were in the Hanover Mall because they lived down in Situate. We're in the Hanover Mall. For her to go into a record store in the fucking seventies, yeah, it might have been akin to just like like fucking a goat, right, right, you know, and burning yeah, yeah. the Bible. Like it's not gonna happen. Yeah, yeah. So she like she gives me like I'm seven. Yeah. She hands me this money. It might have been the first time I, I had more than a quarter in my money. fucking right. hand, and she's like, "Okay, go." Yeah. It, but she was also you know a bit abrupt. She was a brash woman, right. so it was like I've got X amount of time. Yeah. And I walk in there and I didn't know how record stores worked. And I'm right. like, you know, and, and like I said, like I wasn't looking for rock and roll. I wanted, yeah. you know, a storybook record. Right. And she's, she, so number one, am I, I'm overwhelmed. I'm terrified. Then the, the grand aunt that I'm scared of is, you know, four inches from the front of the place. Yeah. Tapping her foot, screaming like, Keith Edward Leo Kirby <laughs> Bennett, you have two minutes. If you're not, then we're just going to go. And I'm like, oh, I can't go without. Right. Oh, 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 oh. And I'm panicking. I'm looking around, looking around. I guess Rock and Roll Over by Kiss must have just come out. Yeah. Because I didn't know record stores were alphabetical or anything. Yeah, I'm like yeah. looking around. I'm like, what the fuck? What the fuck? And I saw a display. Yeah. You're seven. You look at a Kiss record. Oh, yeah. There's, it's oh they're superheroes yeah yeah I just grabbed it yeah and I paid for it and then we left in the car going home pull it out of the bag and I'm like oh I you know I thought it was like werewolves or right. vampires yeah I open up I'm like kiss rock and roll what the what I can't even say what the fuck because I right. didn't know, I could yeah, didn't yeah. even know what fuck was but I'm like <laughs> you know oh yeah what is this look at it then I I flip it over and I'm like whoa what's they they must explain the story on yeah, the back yeah. and I'm like. Yeah. Making love, right. ladies' room, baby driver, <laughs> hard luck woman, dark, yeah, yeah, hard luck woman, doctor, love, like, yeah. uh, <laughs> what? It, what is this? Yeah, you know. <laughs> then I get home. So the the first rock and roll song I ever heard in my fucking life is like song one side one. I in the you. morning, <laughs> I raise my head yeah. and I'm thinking of days gone by and the thing I want out of life. Is da 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 da. Like first, I'm like, oh, this is kind of nice, like the Beatles. <laughs> right. And then all of a sudden, you could hear the horns oh, yeah. pop out of my fucking skull. I'm like, yeah. holy <laughs> shit! Fast, fast forward a week, I'm, I'm back up in, I'm back in my Boston, like Brookline, and I was already hooked. Yeah, I was using my grandmother's knitting needles. I was sitting on the coffee table using, like, okay, the couch we're sitting on yeah, like, yeah. right now. Yeah, so. Coffee table's here. It had a marble top. Yeah. I'm sitting on there. I'm using my grandmother's knitting needles, <laughs> and I'm using the couch as Peter Chris's drum set. And I didn't, But I didn't even have a real record player. I had yeah. a Peter Pan, like the plastic oh, nice. yeah, yeah. one that popped up, and like yeah, yeah. the scene came out. So my uncle, this was before he got married, he was living with us. He comes home, yeah. and uh, he comes in, and he hears like the rock. The, Oh, the rock music. <laughs> and then, like, she's like fat little ginger kid. Like, yeah. and I'm like, and I don't know what I'm singing. I'm like, right. put your hands in my pocket, <laughs> right. grab onto my rocket. He's like, he came up, he grabbed me, 
carried me into my room, threw me on my bed, slammed the door. Then all yours was like, John, what are you doing? I don't know what you're doing, son of a bitch. And then you hear, and smash, shatter. He fucking snapped the kiss record over his fucking knee. To my my mother is crazy, and she's kind of evil. To my mother's credit, two days later, she came into my room. She's like, do not tell your uncle. She had a brand new copy of rock. <laughs> she had a brand new copy of rock and roll awesome. over for me. Nice. Yeah. yeah. This is so every, every episode of this podcast, Kiss has been brought up. It's kind of funny. Well, good. Just yeah. Like, cause, well, because you know we're, we're not fucking cunts. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> so so where where did you end up going from there? You can say whatever you want. Oh, sure, fine. man. Um, well, my my first two records were by mistake. Yeah. And but they were like happy mistakes. Yeah, yeah. My second record was Black Sabbath. Oh nice. We sold our souls for rock and roll. Yeah. And it was sorry. Vodka happens. <laughs> um there's a shock, Keith Bennett drinking. Uh, <laughs> it was it wasn't with and Est Grand Aunt Esther. Right. Or, or, as, or as we, we say in the Irish Riviera, Grand Aunt Esther. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't with Grand Aunt Esther. But it was the same kind of deal where, like, my, my mom, like, I, actually, I do re- I remember this exactly. We were at Jordan's downtown, downtown yeah, yeah. crossing. And the, the, I was at that, I think I had been in record stores. Like, I, I got in, like, the bite. Right. But, like, I couldn't buy anything because, yeah. you know, you, you can only buy every Certain. once in a while. Yeah, this yeah. was the next time I could do it. Yeah. And they had, they had this like code, a pricing code. Yeah. It was like A through F, maybe. Yeah, I remember. You know that what I mean? And, it, it, yeah. you know, and yeah, I'm like, yeah. well, I've got, I've got, <laughs> I think I had, I, once again, I think I had a fiver, yeah, which yeah. was probably like 20 bucks. Back yeah, then, yeah. But, you know, yeah. not bad. Yeah. Advantage me. But it, it was one of those things where I was like looking, but I still didn't know that the, everything was, thing was alphabetical. Yeah. I still didn't know. I'm like yeah. looking around, I'm like, well, where? <laughs> I had it up there was like signs of this is cool, or like, right. here, here's the rock, fatty. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, it, not, but this time it was my mom, but she, like, she wasn't outside. She's right over my shoulder. Yeah. Going, Keith Edward, Keith Edward, <laughs> Leo Kirby Bennett. You know, oh, fuck, here we are again. <laughs> and I panicked and I'm looking around, looking around. And all I saw was if anybody listening knows the cover of that record, the S, yeah, it's not, it's not like the SS, yeah. like Kiss, right, right. but you know, sl- when yeah, you're similar. seven and you're yeah. in a fucking panic, you're like, yeah, yeah. oh, it, it's, oh, I think that's a Kiss record. Yeah. Oh, and it's, it's C. Yeah, well, well, I can buy this and have change for a fucking right. candy bar, yeah, and yeah. I grab that. So then we're going. We're, we weren't even driving home. We, yeah, it was downtown crossing. We get, we get Park Street, get the Green Line, C Line all the way home. Yeah, pull it out. I'm like, oh, I got another Kiss record. <laughs> Sabbath. <laughs> so what is this? Yeah. Look at the back. And then I'm looking at those like song titles. I'm yeah. like, Children of the Grave. <laughs> what? War pigs? This is kind of scary. Yeah. Take the fucking shrink wrap off. That fucking picture. Open up the gatefold. The dead woman in the plexiglass coffin with a yeah. neon cross. I was fucking. I was terrified. I shut it. My brother had that album and say I've talked about it before. That picture, it still creeps me out. Yeah. It's fucking creepy. And then the then the thing was, it was like, get home. Yeah. First song on side one is Black, Black Sabbath. Sabbath. Yeah. And you you and okay. I, this the, the, this part of my life is parallel with, with the music and the rock. Yeah. Was I loved I loved war mm-hmm. and I loved horror. Yeah. 
So I was like, I was, I was raised on creature double feature yeah, yeah. and you know, like the world war two movies, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, I like, as I, I probably at that time, like I love vampires and werewolves yeah. more than I, I even knew what rock. I didn't know right. about rock and roll. I knew yeah, it yeah. was kiss. Right. I thought it was like, there was the monkeys kiss the Osmonds, Jackson right. five, Lawrence Welk. Yeah. <laughs> and then I don't know what else. Right. And then, you know, was, then there was like war movies where yeah, the yeah. good guys always win. Right. And, and creature double feature. Yeah. Put this fucking record on and you know, you hear the, the rain and the bells yeah. and then just the lyrics and the sound. Yeah. Like, holy fucking shit. I would get so scared because the last song on the side of that record was children of the grave. Yeah. Yeah. I would. I was so scared of that record, but I. I. The thing was, I loved the fucking music. Yeah. So what I would do would, I would hold the record super tight <laughs> in my hand so the gatefold wouldn't open. Right. When I would pull out a record, because like if I saw that 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 the, yeah. the, the girl in the coffin, I'd I couldn't sleep that night. Yeah, yeah. Then I would look at the at the grooves in the vinyl. Yeah. And I would try to judge to drop the needle after. The rain and the bells. Yeah, because that would scare me. Yeah, yeah, Then I would jump up off my bed. I'd be I'd be listening to Black Sabbath, reading yeah. like Tomb of Dracula right. or like you know like uh, Tales of Mystery, like all like the good DC comics. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'd be I'd be I'd be reading like you know horror comics, listening to this shit. Yeah. But then I would I would jump off the bed and run over to the Peter Pan stereo <laughs> to lift the needle off before the Children of the Grave, because right, yeah. that would yeah, fucking yeah. terrify me oh, too. I know. Yeah. So there, there, there was that. Then for a long time, it wasn't a dry spell. It was just like, I just, like, I was raised in the 70s, man. I was yeah. obsessed with Kiss. Yeah, yeah. I got, I got Cheap Trick Live at Budokan. Yeah. <laughs> and I had, the night that I got that record. Yeah. I couldn't get to sleep and I had the light on in my room. Yeah. My, my mom opened there. She's like, are you, go to bed. I'm like, I can't sleep. What's wrong? Can I talk to you? Sure. She comes in, and I was like, it, keep in mind, my whole room by this point was like, if people have seen Detroit Rock City, yeah, yeah, that was my room. Like, th like that opening Kiss. scene, yeah, yeah. It was, it was like wall, like, yeah. everywhere was Kiss. Yeah. So, you know, my mom sits down, she's like, what's wrong, honey? I'm like, you know, I got, I got that record today. Well, yeah, I mean, what, what's wrong? Don't you like, no, that's the thing. I really like it. <laughs> Why is that wrong? I'm like, do you think if Kiss found out that I like another band besides Kiss, that that I wouldn't be I wouldn't be in the Kiss Army? <laughs> Honey, I think you're okay. <laughs> like I I had a I had trauma that I liked. Because <laughs> the thing is, like I didn't even consider Black Sabbath a band. Right. I I honestly thought Black Sabbath was like a horror musical, like Hammer Horror. Yeah, there's presents. no pictures of them on that right, record or right. anything. It was very mysterious. But but Cheap Cheap Trick were like yeah yeah you know. A rock band, right? And I had this, I had this existential crisis that yeah. I was betraying Kiss <laughs> because I liked another fucking band. Fast forward to that fucking uh, that interview a couple weeks ago. They show with Gene and Paul made that guy change. Oh, his, uh, dude, it's almost the same man, kind of thing. I, they I, got, they're like, uh, that's. I, I got a bunch of tattoos I regret, but yeah. I can say I'm really fucking glad. I at one point I was gonna get a Gene Simmons tattoo, and I'm yeah. fucking so glad I never did cause, yeah. because yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, yeah, he's he's definitely uh, there, there, there's Kiss and then there's 
Gene Simmons. Them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. he's not he's not cool. Like for a long no. time I thought it was like, well, you know, yeah, he's an <laughs> asshole and he doesn't right, he's like, right. no, no, man, you're you're you are not a yeah. good person. Yeah. No, you're he not. isn't. Yeah. Um so Sabbath did that eventually uh then did you end, end up like exploring them more after yeah. that? Right after yeah. that, Ab- absolutely. And then like, it was so. T- so my 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 second wave or whatever you wanted for Sabbath yeah. <laughs> was at Fat Camp. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I went. I was out. I was. I was ten or eleven. Yeah. And they sent me out to the Berkshires. <laughs> <laughs> to a fat camp. Yeah. And dude wasn't a counselor at in my cabin, but right. he was, you know, he was right. in the camp. Yeah. Dude named, I've, I've actually tried to look for him on Facebook because yeah. just to like say, hey man, thank you because look, look what happened. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, thank you so much. This dude named Dave Eidelberg. Yeah. And he had a, he had a Les Paul. Yeah. He was, he was a J- Judas Priest fanatic. Yeah. That and he loved Black Sabbath. Yeah. At that point, like I had also, because um, li- a, a little backup part nine or whatever, mm-hmm. um, in the summertime, I would go down to my, my grand aunt's, grand aunt Esther, grand aunt yeah. Marie mm-hmm. lived in Situate. Okay. And so did my cousins also lived in the same town. That's part of the Irish Riviera. Yeah. <laughs> and what, what my mom would do in the summertime, I would spend. A week in the city, yeah. my mom. Two weeks in Situate, a week in the city, two weeks down there. Right. And down in Situate, Situate was there was no middle ground. You yeah. were either like you were the part where you were like the Irish white trash, and you were with the Portuguese, oh, all right. the Portuguese, <laughs> the Portuguese, yeah. the Portuguese, and the fucking the, the, the leprechauns. Yeah. Or then you were like like right. like these wannabe Kennedy types, like yeah, down yeah. right by the shore. Yeah, yeah. We weren't down by the shore, right? Um. We were part of like the Southie flight, like my right. family, not me. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the the kids that I would spend the summer with, like I honestly do think, and like, not in like some like Madball biohazard. Right. Go, they're all dead or in yeah. jail. They're all dead or in jail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had Camaros. Like I'm like, what's? Are you eating black jelly beans? No, these are black beauties. What's right. that? You don't want any fatty. I'm like okay, <laughs> like shit yeah, like yeah. that. Like they like these people like loved Fog Hat, Zeppelin. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. G- 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 Pat Travers band, like all so, like you know, like I grew up playing oh, yeah. this. Um, but so, so I had, I had by Oz, like survival because I was the summer city kid and right. I was fat and I was a ginger and I liked Kiss. Right. I had to, I had to make some friends real fast, but I actually did like this music. Yeah, and yeah. You, you know what I mean? But like, right. so I like, I liked all like the work boot Joe Dirt shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I showed up the first day of Fat Camp. I had a, a Led Zeppelin ba- baseball jersey, like the yeah. Led Zeppelin US oh, 77. Yeah, 77. Yeah, 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 yeah. That classic, like with the Icarus with his donger yeah, hanging yeah. out. Yeah. I had one of those, and they were like, so obviously these counselors were probably like 19. You yeah, know? So yeah. It's like, yeah, He's whatever. It's like, it's right. like, you know, I got my, got to get off my, get my parents off my back. Yeah, I'm going to work at this Fat Camp. Right, I don't know what right. the hell's going on. It's yeah, like, yeah. yeah, I'm just going to bring my guitar. And the, fir- the first day I'm there, I'm like, she's like fat looking at a Zeppelin shirt. They're like, do you like Led Zeppelin? Yeah. <laughs> what else do you like? I like Kiss, Cheap yeah. Trick, ACDC, Fog Hat. Like, really? Yeah. <laughs> what song? You know, but like, yeah, I wasn't yeah. even trying to be Test like, you. I just like knew. Right. So for whatever reason, I became like the counselor's mascot. Yeah. And I would like, they would 
let me hang out with him. Right. And I'd like watch this guy play fucking guitar. Like he right. knew every Judas Priest song. Yeah, yeah. That's how I got it. I like I knew of Judas Priest, but I never right. heard him. Okay. I got into Judas Priest through Dave Eidelberg. Yeah. Three like I was there for two months. Three yeah. weeks in, the black and blue tour. Oh yeah. Came yeah, like that's... we were right across we um from New York. We're yeah. out that far out in the Berkshires. And they were like, Listen, man, we have a ticket for you. Yeah. Like if you can't go, okay. But Ask your parents if you can go because we have a ticket for you for the Black Sabbath Blue Easter Cult show. Yeah, really? Like, yeah. Ask my parents. They're like, yeah. And then, the, then they, they they even sent like twenty bucks oh, to yeah, Dave yeah. Eidelberg. So yeah, like, yeah. this is for so Keith, Keith can get a snack, right, right. and a shirt. Right. <laughs> and that was the show. It was outdoors. Yeah. We found out like found out like the next day. Yeah. My parents called in a panic because they had heard on the fucking news in Boston somebody was killed. At the oh, really? show. <laughs> somebody got beaten to death. Yeah. <laughs> but. Yeah, so I, I saw Black Sabbath and Boyster called it Fat Camp. Really? So was that your first uh, concert? Ever? No, oh, no, okay. dude. That my first good. concert, my mom took me to. Yeah. It was in Providence because Kiss was banned. Yeah. From Boston because of like like Pirates by the time they by the time that they were, Kiss had played Boston without headlining. They had yeah. played the Orpheum uh, Boston Opera House. Mm -hmm. But by the time they got headlining status and their show was so huge, like because of Coconut Grove, there was the fire right. ban. Yeah, yeah. They played Providence. My mom took me to see them on oh, the yeah. Love Gun tour. Oh, nice! I we, saw them on that tour. Too, dude, we right? went. We went. To, we went down on the Greyhound bus. Yeah. And we stayed at the the Holiday Inn right next to the uh, Civic to the Center. Civic Center. Yeah, and yeah. the thing is, like, after the show, we're walking back. Yeah. And there were there was a ring of police like all around the thing. And my mother was like concerned. She's like, "What happened? Was there a crime?" And one of the cops was like, "Nah, those fucking faggots <laughs> are staying here." <laughs> <laughs> and my mother was like. What do you mean? She's, he's like, ah, oh, those idiots who just played. Uh, and she's like, Kiss, and that's all. I'm like, oh, Kiss are staying here. <laughs> I, that was the first. That was the first time in my life that I stayed up all night because right. my mom was like, Honey, go to bed. I'm like, They might be right above us. I know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Gene no, but, Simmons is molesting a woman <laughs> yeah. right above us. Yeah, it's Gene Simmons <laughs> from Kiss. <laughs> And you know, the thing is, Paul Stanley was just, <laughs> I knew what was going on with Gene, but Gene is his own person, and that's neither here nor there for me to say. <laughs> but yeah, Kiss was my first show, um, Black Sabbath was my second, yeah. and then, then uh, my uncle, who hated rock and roll, took me to see ZZ Top on the El Loco tour at the really? Garden, and Loverboy was the opening oh, act, shit. and to this day, he talks about the Loverboy drum solo, it's the greatest <laughs> thing he's ever seen, because he liked big band music, and the guy right. like some like Gene Krupa, right. yeah, yeah, buddy yeah. guy kind of shit. Right. <laughs> so, so uh, yeah, so metal started, so Judas Priest, and yeah. all that stuff, so you start to dive headlong into that stuff? I, I did... But the thing was, it 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 wasn't something where it's like, oh, I'm gonna get into metal. Right. It metal kind of happened like with me. Mm -hmm. do, do, do you know what I mean? Where yeah, it was yeah. like, I, I I started buying Circus Cream, Hit right. Parader. Yeah, yeah. You know, and you'd start to see stuff because I mean, because I liked everything. I mean, like I just. I didn't have a filter. It right. was just like what I liked, which which is which. Looking back, it was like I I kind of missed that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, know? yeah. No, but but then then you, you start to see little things like yeah. like like what's what's a Motorhead? Right. What's an Iron Maiden? Yeah. Saxon. They spelled the name of that video game wrong. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. and then you'd be like, oh 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 yeah. shit. 
And then there was like, okay, I, there was hard rock. Yeah. And there was heavy. Yeah. Then there was heavy metal. And you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I get, I think I already like this because yeah. all, all the bands they say are heavy metal, like those are all the bands I have records of. So, yeah. Okay, I guess I'm heavy metal, and it it, it it was natural. And then, also, there there was being really fortunate enough to live. I lived five. I lived I lived a BMX bike ride away from Kenmore Square. Right. And then after that, it was like you know Newberry Comics. Like when there, in my day, when there was one Newberry Comics, and they actually sold comics. Yeah. You know, but you know, like yeah, there was yeah. all. That one on and street. and you know you you would uh you, you would you know ERS yeah ZBC BUR like all these stations were like we don't we didn't even know how good we had it I know huh? it's all this amazing shit where yeah. it, it just it, it was right there like if you ha- if you even had an, an inkling yeah of wanting to like kind of just go a little deeper than FM radio yeah. It was right Everywhere. fucking there, yeah. which which like that only happened in Boston, New York, L.A., and San Francisco. That was yeah. that was fucking it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like yeah. looking back, it's like we were lucky as hell, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that's one of the things I well, we'll get to that. It's a little later on, but sure. showed them when metal and punk sort of started yeah. coming. So Motorhead is yeah. uh, if anyone you know listening knows Keith, you obviously know Motorhead's your uh, your band, and you know sadly we lost the last original. Remember last week, um, but yeah. so when when did that start? Did you did you hear them and just immediately, or was that something? I, I heard them immediately, but the, I had it was it was probably within two months. Yeah, of knowing who they were and then hearing them. Yeah, because it was uh, a couple of a couple of ads probably in in cream or right. or or. or Cream or Circus? Actually, you know, it's probably Cream because Cream was the hippest. They were more, yeah. They were yeah. way more hip. Yeah. And Motorhead was on Polygram in the mm-hmm. states, so it had to have been Cream. Definitely. And it was it was for Ace of Spades. Mm-hmm. I I hadn't bought the I didn't, I didn't buy it yeah. you know, or anything like that. Then um, Ozzy, his first tour, mm-hmm. and Randy was playing guitar. Played the Orpheum. Okay. Motorhead was the opening act. Yeah. I had heard of Motorhead. I didn't know fuck all about them except that picture and they kind of looked like ZZ Top. Right, right. You know. Yeah. When they came out, I thought they were the roadies. Yeah. <laughs> no, honestly, like I really yeah. did. Like I th- cuz cuz to me, you know, I was I was what, 12 that like bands bands didn't bands weren't scary bands right. weren't dirty and if bands were scary it was like like gene simmons scary right, it, was, right. it was it was obviously Calculated. pantomime yeah yeah you know what i mean Definitely. but you know i thought these these badass bikers well these are like the carnies who set up right. you know this is but they when they walked out right. they they picked up the instruments and i thought they were going to tune them yeah like like the other roadies i had seen right. they, but then the they played it. They opened with Ace of Spades. Yeah. And I don't give a fuck if you want to talk all of the shit you want about whatever. Right. I'm telling you, within 30 seconds, I knew exactly who I wanted to be. I knew exactly what I wanted in my fucking life. I can never, yeah, never fully convey how much that band. Right now, talking to you, yeah. how much that band means to me. Yeah, definitely. That just it's. I I hope I hope everybody. It doesn't have to be Motorhead. I hope everybody who's listening to this feels that way about something in their fucking life. Yeah. Cause it, 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 it absolutely fuck it. It's motorhead saved my fucking life. Yeah. yeah. Without a doubt. 
Did you it's got uh, me through so much shit, dude. Yeah. Did you? Uh, you must have met Lemmy in your time. Yeah. Um, I w- I would like to think that he would know me by sight. Right. Like a couple of times he did. Yeah. A couple of times he didn't. Right. But it doesn't matter because right, right. there's there's people who never got to meet dude. I, not I. I got to meet Lemmy a bunch of times. I got a picture taken with Lemmy and it, like smoking hot chick upstairs at, at Axis Topless. Right. I got to play Lemmy's fucking bass for Soundcheck once. Really? Oh, yeah. yeah, man. Like I've I. I'm a I'm a blessed motherfucker. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, but that 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 guy. Um, one one thing is actually it was the same show. It was when I was working as a stagehand. The same show I got to sound check his his bass. Yeah, like full volume through the through the rig. Yeah. Um, I had made a point to bring him a book, right. and it was a collector's guide to the SS. Mm-hmm. Gave it to him. He's he's like you know he's. Cool. He was Lemmy, you yeah. know, and we're just hanging out. And right before I left, I was like, "Hey, man, you know, thanks. I just, I just want to give you that. I got to go back to work." Right. Puts his hand on my shoulder. And he's he's like, "Listen, you you don't you don't believe that bullshit, do you?" Right. And the time I kind of did. Right, right. But it that kind of helped shame me out of it. Yeah, Because yeah. I was like, "That's I lied to Lemmy." Right. You know? right. I was I was like, "No, man, fuck that shit." Right, right. And he's like, "Good man." Yeah. And just walking away, I was like, huh. I was like, dude, you just lied to Lemmy. Yeah. You might you might want to pull your head out of your fucking ass. Because yeah. if, if if it's not cool with Lemmy, it's not fucking cool. Yeah, I sh- yeah. I should have known it was not cool anyway. Right, but right. Yeah, well. Yeah. Um, so you, when did you start playing music? There, there, there's a, a strong argument that I still haven't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have, you, have you heard Pants or Bastard? <laughs> um, I, I started... I started fucking around like when I was seven or eight. Yeah. One of the Portuguese from across <laughs> the street from Nana's house. <laughs> he, he he gave me a mandolin. Yeah. And I proceeded to shred my thumb. I, I was I was just you know, right. I didn't know what the hell I was doing. Yeah, yeah. But cause what they had seen me in in the yard with a tennis racket. Right. Tennis racket and and like a, like an AM radio like listening to like WRKO and like right, they're right. like don't go breaking my yeah, heart yeah. or, or something like that but yeah. they were like oh that's sad that little fat little fat gringo kid needs something <laughs> it's like oh hey Jose give him the mandolin it's like all right this should be funny <laughs> so then um uh what was the, what was the first thing I got first thing I got was I got one of those. Ovation acoustics, the plastic. Yeah, it was yeah. like the rounded back. Oh, yeah, yeah. Plastic. Yeah. Uh, I got that when I was twelve. Yeah. And I still, I still didn't know what I was doing. Right. It, it, it was, it was this weird thing. Like it, my uncle and my, my mom, my mom and my uncle were both very supportive. Yeah. But my uncle was very big. My uncle wanted me to be a lawyer. Yeah. Still, he still thinks this is a phase. <laughs> I'm 48. And he still right. thinks it's a phase. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but he actually bought me the acoustic. He wouldn't buy me an electric. Yeah. Because an acoustic, there was still hope that I right. could be civilized. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the electric, it's just like you're you're, you're going to end up with a face tattoo and a nose Ooh, ring. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Right. So, and I was still just like, it, it was it was, it was was a prop. Yeah. For, I, I honestly, like, I didn't even bother to try and learn. Like, it was, right. it was, I had a guitar to play air guitar with. Yeah, yeah. Then when I was 12... I was already st- like twelve was really when there was like that that line of demarcation where it's like okay you can enjoy music right. or like 
rock and roll is gonna fucking like are are you a rocker right and right as corny as it sounds i was like you know what man uh like i dude i was being groomed to be a lawyer i was being groomed to be a pro hockey player right oh shit and i'm like you know uh fuck this yeah this is this is i know who I, some people like people are like oh you this guy's never grown up it's like maybe you want to look at it that you still don't know who the fuck you right. are. I knew who exactly who I wanted to be when I was 12. Yeah. And you're jealous, so suck my dick. <laughs> well, when I the first time I saw a Panzer Bastard was that I Hate God show in uh, Revere, Wonderland, uh, where Robin... Uh, oh, I, Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Robin. <laughs> Stay cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I remember th- I hadn't heard you guys yet, and I said this is the exact band that Keith Bennett needs to have because it, it just sounded like you like it was very uh thanks man it, it, dude on um uh glenn glenn and john from wrecking crew yeah said the same thing yeah the first like, time the first time that they saw us they, like they're they with my girlfriend at the time yeah and they were like this yeah yeah it's the, i was like this is like yeah. motorhead celtic frost like just it's keith yeah it was, it's like, what do you guys sound like <laughs> so, it sounds sound like, like denim keith. jacket yeah <laughs> <laughs> but uh so oh so so then, you you did you end up getting an electric guitar? At some point yeah, then, yeah. So with that was um, I I had already like because I mean I had been raised like hardcore Boston Irish mm. Roman Catholic. Yeah. Obviously, you right. know when you sh- you shoot back like this this is what happens when <laughs> yeah, you, yeah. when you push too hard like you push back and you become yeah. me. CCD. I was an altar boy. Yeah. Well, I went to parochial school. Yeah. You know. But I, I was I was already done with it, like you know, and it, everybody knew. But it was, it, it, but but you get, dude, you got it. You you, got you can't you can't not. Yeah, listen, you can't not. You have to. You have to have your confirmation. If you're not having your confirmation, what are we? Who, what are we gonna say? I are you for real? But the thing right. is, like, I blackmailed them. I was like, if I will, I will get confirmed if you buy me an electric guitar. Yeah. And like, what what are you talking about? I'm like, I've already got twenty dollars down on a flying V. At this place, it was up the street, yeah. Uh, like, but uh, right off of Com Ave, mm-hmm. um, right up by like Com Ave in Washington. This place called Z Music Labs, mm-hmm. and it was this, it was a court. It okay. was you know it was kind of like entry level thing. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know where I had twenty bucks, but I would I would go in there and like just look at shit and like yeah, stare, yeah. you know. And yeah. I, they were very looking back. I know they were very right. cool with me. Like, yeah, yeah. You know. Like, oh, this poor little fat fuck. He's like, yeah, this, this is sad. He's like, oh, yeah, I'll probably come back tomorrow and pick that up. I was like, right. he's you're not coming. All right, Chubby. All right, yeah, here yeah. you go. But, but I had already had the money down. Yeah. And I was like, They're what? I'm like, listen, here's the deal. I'll do it. I'll go through with this bullshit. Guitar is 125 bucks. Yeah. All you need to do is pay 105 bucks on it. It's mine. You're like, so I did it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I had my, I, like, I, I saw the picture. It's like, just starting to grow my hair out. And it's feathered like the hockey hair, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and I'm with, I'm with Cardinal Medeiros, <laughs> and both of us look like we don't want to be there. Right, it's pretty good. <laughs> nice, yeah. But but that was that was that's when I first started to actually like you know I I want to play I don't want to play air guitar I want to play guitar yeah 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 and then bass you switch to at some point yeah and, yeah well b- bass was straight up like going back again like as cliche as it sounds it was because of lemmy it was yeah, like yeah. this is nah and, and like every time like you know i'd hear the beginning of ace of spades it's like you can do you can put anything on and it's like i love i love music i love all instruments but it really is like you you hear the beginning of that and it's right. it, maybe not for everybody but for me it's just every time i hear that till the fucking day i die yeah 
it's it's this it's this cold arms. It's, it's this just fire through my fucking body. It's like yeah. it's, I'm like D- this. Yes, this is my heart. This is this is what I was supposed to do, and I'm gonna do it. Mm-hmm. Did did uh, Motorhead open you up to punk and stuff? No, no, no. Um, b- being growing up where I grew up opened me up to punk. Yeah, because I w- I was lucky. It was this blessing and a curse being like I couldn't win because like I went to I went to a private school because my because my uncle my uncle did well yeah like I'm never gonna say I was poor yeah but me and my mom on our own I wouldn't have had majority of the opportunities that I ended up having that was right. through my uncle and his mm-hmm. hard work yeah I went to a private school and I was the poor kid yeah and nobody liked me right but then I'd get dropped off. And I wore a suit and tie every day from first grade to eighth grade. And I'd get dropped off. I was the only kid in my neighborhood who didn't go to public school, mm-hmm. you know? And, and okay, bad enough. I'm like, I'm like, like in their eyes, like I'm the rich kid in the right. suit and tie. Yeah. I'm the rich kid in the suit and tie who was fat. He was a fucking <laughs> ginger and he liked kiss. Right. I was like, I got the Three shit. Strikes, yeah. I got, sh- I got beaten up in the morning. I got beaten up all day. Then I right. got beaten up in the afternoon. I got beaten up at night. It fucking sucked. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I didn't have friends and I, I, my friends were creature double feature. My friends were movies. My friends were the three stooges. My friends were bugs bunny. Yeah. Then my friends were cream. My, my friends were Lester bangs yeah. and Grail Marcus and Jay Kordosh mm-hmm. and Robert Chris Oh yeah, yeah. You know, uh, my friends were circus, mad magazine and cracked. Yeah. Um, my friend, my friends were my BMX bikes. Yeah, and I would ride my bike up, and I like every couple of months I'd get a little braver, and go one block further mm-hmm. up, and then like finally like I go I went up over the hill past yeah. Fathers. Yeah, yeah, and it's Kenmore Square, and it was yeah. like that. That's like you know like that scene in The Wizard of Oz, like <laughs> step into the light, right. step in that for real, man. Like, and it, 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 you couldn't have timed it better because like I, you know I'm, it's just flat service. And then you, you start going up this hill, and there's fucking nothing. Yeah, yeah. All the all the built the the big city disappeared, and you're like, what the fuck? Where am I going? Where am I going? Oh, this is so hard. I'm running out of breath. And yeah. then you get to the top, and what do you, you see? You see this whole new fucking world, yeah. man. It's like and that. Like I saw, I saw the block. Yeah. Where everything important happened in my life, like the, like all of like, dude, my first band, my first show, my first kiss, my first fight. Yeah. You know, like all happened on this on yeah, this right, fucking right, block, right. man. It's that's yeah. fucking huge, dude. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I I f- I fell into punk rock. I didn't even know about punk. I wasn't searching for it. It was just it it was it was this natural progression in my life where yeah. Um, th- there was there were two there were two free magazines in there, in Boston. There was Sweet Potato mm-hmm. and Boston Rock. Yeah, Boston Rock. And yeah. I would pick those up because my mom worked in advertising. She worked at Park Square Building. Mm-hmm. Uh, down in right by the Arlington T stop, right, and right like across the street and a block down was Walkers, mm-hmm. Walkers Western Wear, yeah, which is where all like the punk rockers like that. That was before there was a hubba hubba hoot and oh, yeah, yeah. hot topic. That was the place like mm-hmm. where you would buy your black jeans, your yeah, yeah. spikes, your engineer boots, right. And I would I would go in like some days like after school like the bus would drop me off and like mom would be like hey we'd co- I'll leave two dollars get on the subway yeah. come meet me and we'll meet me at the office and we'll, we'll have dinner and then we'll come back and yeah. 
And uh, in those subway rides, sometimes you'd see, like, I, I remember the first punk rocker I ever saw was a girl with a purple mohawk. Yeah. And she had, um, like, three or four different Buzzcocks right. badges. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, what? what's this? What's this? Second punk rocker I ever saw was, I didn't even, I didn't know it was the rat. Because yeah. the sign outside was the rat skeller. Right, right. And I, I, I didn't even have a lock for my bike, but I had put my bike up against... Um, the side of Pizza Pad, right? Because I I I knew the video games were yeah, yeah. video games, and I just I'm like, well, what's I'm just gonna keep walking. So I walked like the 15 feet, yeah, and see somebody like just walk like didn't hit me, but like was like walking by me. And I look back, and he had like you know like a mod parka on. Right. Might have been a actually you know he, he was a skinhead. Yeah. Is what I'm going to say next. Right. He had the mod parka on, you know, combat probably docks, but yeah, you know yeah. his boots. I'm like, whoa, yeah. oh shit, that's like the Buzzcocks girl. Back of his jacket, he had, and it was probably in whiteout. It said, oi, oi, oi. Yeah. I thought, I thought, for whatever reason, I knew this. It Curly never said oi, oi, oi. Right. But I thought he was like an idiot and like got yuck, yuck, yuck wrong. Yeah. I really did. Right. But like that was my second punk rocker. But um. When I would visit my mom, there was there was a, a back in the seventies and the early eighties, there were like iron on t shirt stores. Oh yeah. And like they would also sell like there'd be head shops. Yeah. They'd, iron on iron ons, bongs, and then buttons. Right. And there's a place called Tickle. Yeah. And I got my first non iron on shirt there. It was Aerosmith Toys in the Attic tour. Oh, nice. But it was silk screened. Yeah. I didn't know what the deal was with silk screening. I, th- I thought it was painted on. Yeah. And I never washed it because I thought that if I washed it, it the paint off. would wash off. Right. But they would they would have like uh, Sweet Potato and Boston Rock. Yeah. Were these free, like, uh, I think Sweet Potato was monthly and Boston Rock was weekly. Right. But they were free yeah. at the counter. Yeah. And like every time I would go visit my mom, I'd be like, once I knew about this place, tickle, I'd be like, oh mom, can I get a can I get a butt? Can I go over to tickle and get a button? Yeah. Okay, don't get anything, don't get anything crass. Right. You know? <laughs> but then I go over there and I, and I grab Scoop Tate and Boston Rock. But right. those were the magazines where I would I found out about like local bands. Right. And and the underground. Like it was it was all like everything was all like these bands like could have been like La Peste was as big and as untouchable as Led Zeppelin to me because yeah, it was yeah. all like this world. I yeah, didn't yeah. know, you know what I mean? There was no, right. there yeah, was, there was no difference to me. It was all like this world that I wanted to be a part of. Yeah. But yeah, like I didn't know any difference between I like I'm, I wasn't that cultured or cool. Yeah. I just didn't know that there was a difference between like punk, rock, yeah. heavy metal, underground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it was because I didn't know any of it. Like yeah, I, yeah. I'd seen, I'd seen two two concerts, yeah. and they were in these enormous places that weren't even in the city that I lived in. Right, right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. And uh, <clears throat> so we were at sort of a lucky period, too, in Boston. when uh, so lucky. And we're, because we're both the same exact age yeah. when uh, hardcore and metal sort of started coming together. And, I, and that's sort of when I met you. And I, and I remember being sort of happy because I was a metal kid that got into hardcore. And I remember thinking... Am I still allowed to like Iron Maiden and Judas? I don't think I am because, you know, yeah. and I had sort of a mullet hair when I started going to shows. And then at one point I met you and uh, Greg Delaria, Fucking Mark Greg, Johnson. Greg, and, the best dude. In the yeah, world. yeah, definitely. Yeah. And uh, I was like, oh, I guess it's this metal guys come to these shows, too. That's cool. And then yeah. and then Mark Johnson showed up and 
started putting those shows on, and I, I, I feel like he's sort of like an unheralded he, he, hero he, of like yeah the yeah, music he, scene. He, that he is man, because. Dude, he brought Sam Hain. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah Sam, I, Sam Hain talked to so many fucking shows. Like, it, it, and that's the thing. Like, look, look Executioner were kind of corny. Right, yeah. But, but he was a great guy. Yeah. And he yeah. busted his fucking ass. Oh, definitely. You know? He did that Fang show. And, yeah. Uh, Dude, I mean, there, so many there shows. was like a three-year run. Like, all every show at Hainham Hall was, yeah. was Mark Johnson, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah it was like him and Gitter doing the, the yep. TT shows and... Uh, well, so. Mark never did. Mark never did TTs. Mark, right, right. Mark was all hand. Yeah. Him. Well, yeah. But, Gitter but, did. Yeah, yeah. Get, I mean, yeah. I mean, Gitter did the rat too. I mean, yeah. fucking. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. yeah those those guys both got a ton of shit, but they. Everybody talked <laughs> shit. It's like, well, <laughs> what did you do? Right. Right. Yeah, no, you, definitely. You you went you went to the shows that they busted ass. Yeah, I remember that. Up, so fuck off, dude. Yeah, people would give Gitter a lot of shit because, for whatever reason, but he was a promotional guy and. Yeah. Good for him. He fucking. He's I like, got dude, to how, see how, 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 how many people would be sitting on those steps in front of Planet Records, reading Triple X, talking yeah. shit about fucking Mike? Yeah, yeah. You know, like, come on, man. Well, he could be the biggest dick in the world, but he, I got to see Everything. all these fucking bands because <laughs> yeah, of him. Man. You know. Um, but so you then you had a band, the Wrecking Crew, that you started at one point. Yeah. And, uh, and how how did you guys get together? Well, Ra- Ralph was my best friend. Yeah. Like we like we were like there were like. Um, they, they were a few years older than us. There was uh, so- that band Sorry. Yeah, yeah. We're from Brookline. Yeah. Uh, but they uh, they weren't people we hung out with. Right, right. Knew. But um, yeah, I mean, me me and Ralph used to joke because I, you know, I, I was I was the Irish guy and he was the Italian guy. Yeah, like, yeah. He's like, are are we the only are we the only <laughs> people who aren't rich in right. Brookline? You yeah, know, yeah. besides like the Irish kids in Whiskey Point who all right. work for the town and fucking hate us. <laughs> right. It's like, yeah, we might be. Yeah. And it's, I honestly really don't know how we, we first met, but like, yeah, dude, that that kid was my fucking best friend. And like, we did everything together. You know what I mean? It's like, he turned me on to a lot of stuff and I turned on, turned him onto a lot of stuff. And it it was just, yeah, man, he was my best friend and we would, we'd, would daydream. Like, you know, like, um, I'm always trying to like, like cover my ass or qualify. Like, oh, it was corny, but. It, okay, it was corny, <laughs> but it, it really it was it was from the bottom of my heart. Like we we were, it was like that's that cliche thing, you know. You had fourteen year old kids, and we, we would 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 like would dip out, you know, yeah. hop on the train and we'd go down to Camor. Yeah, you know that was before before like that's when people actually hung out. It wasn't right. like Facebook or yeah yeah you know chat rooms or message right. boards or forums. Like you had to go out, and the, the beautiful thing was it was like. You just go down there, like there was like Kenmore, there was Copley, there was Harvard Square. Yeah. And if there was nobody there, give it 15 minutes, give yeah. it a half an hour. Cause somebody, you, you might not like them, right. but there'd be somebody showing up. Yeah. It's like, you know, and, and then you do the rounds of, of all the record stores. Yeah. Yeah. And that was the thing. It was like, dude, just like sitting around and just like talking. And it was, it was, it was, it was complete like dreaming, but like it was shit that we wanted. Yeah. It was like, man. So I'm gonna get a tattoo. Yeah, dude, I want to get a tattoo too, man. So, dude, I just, I just want to get a Les Paul. He's like, yeah. yeah, I want to get a BC Rich. Really? What kind? I want to get a Warlock. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. Me, t- I'm gonna get a Les Paul. You get a Warlock. We should get a band. <laughs> yeah. We're fucking, we could totally be like, man. We could get a band. We could play with GBH. Yeah, we could totally play with GBH, man. <laughs> but then it's like, like four years later, where he's got a Les Paul, I got a Warlock, and we play with GBH. So yeah. You can't. That's. 
man, yeah. I'm tearing up. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. That know? was, um, yeah, and I always I put you guys up with all those the Boston hardcore bands. I think. I mean, well, that here, here's the thing: like we really, 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 really tried our best. We did, and then it fucking fell down in ruins because it was our fault. Yeah, like we got, we we did. <laughs> <laughs> the band didn't turn into rock stars. Like we weren't, we weren't at the level of what our egos right. became, mm-hmm. and it fucking it. Uh, yeah. You know, and, and I'm not, I'm not throwing Ralph under a bus at all because he'll say the same shit. And I'm, and I, it's, it's, I'm far more to blame than than he or anybody else. Like we just, it 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 sucked because we we should have we should have been able to call it a day and had a good run and instead we got real bitter mm-hmm. and we just started chasing our own tail and yeah. like we saw all our friends bands getting bigger and we well sick of it all are big so we got we have to write sick of it all songs it's like, cool right. then we play with biohazard and that was the only time that we ever got blown away yeah you can talk all the shit you want about biohazard at but, that time but they were it went that the first band. two years of that band yeah fucking untouchable and yeah. we got we got smoked yeah and then we came back from that show in brooklyn yeah and all of a sudden you know <laughs> keith went to the gym and got a pit bull and started fucking wearing a ski hat in fucking august <laughs> and going yo motherfucker and we became we stopped being wrecking when we became like biohazard fucking like yeah, Walmart biohazard and it, was, it just fucking sucked yeah and, you know when we got when we got nathan mm-hmm. we should have changed our name yeah yeah and it you know what but you know right. what Yada yada, all said and done. I'm really, I'm when it was good. Yeah, that's I'm, I'm really proud of it because older Boston hardcore guys that we really looked up to, yeah, did not like what we did. Yeah, but the thing is, we didn't do it, we didn't do it on purpose. Like, we were going to do the sound because may, maybe it didn't come through with our music, right? But a lot of the old school Boston guys didn't like us because they thought that we quote unquote brought New York. To Boston. Well, that's what I was going to say. I always thought you guys sort of, that thing kind of disappeared with you guys. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, and it, that's the thing. And it, w- it wasn't like this conscious thing. It was like, look, man, we loved SSD, and we loved Jerry's Kids, and we loved DYS, and we loved the FUs. We loved the Chrome X Agnostic Front just yeah. as much. We also loved Discharge and Broken Bones, and they right. exploited just as much. Yeah, right. So we also loved Warfare Tank and Motorhead. Right. So, you know, what the, fuck, right. what the fuck do you want, man? You know, yeah. like it wasn't... So those people's like, oh, they brought New York. It's like, no, we played, we we did exactly what you did. You played what you wanted to do because nobody else was doing it. It was the same thing right. with us. Yeah, you know, like, I think Boston was bringing DC to those early fans. Were yeah, nobody New- nobody says shit about that, man. Yeah, and I yeah. think that's that's around the time when AF and the Cro-Mags, those bands were Fuck fucking yeah. awesome. And yeah. Yeah, so. it's it it like, look, you know, we we got into some territorial shit. Like our beef was with Connecticut. Like yeah. our our. our the, the the guys that that made us possible, their beef was with New York. Right. Our beef was Connecticut. Yeah. You know what I mean? So right. it, it, it goes on and on and on. Yeah. And on. But but you know, for whatever it's worth, we 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 were playing from our fucking heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you got uh, so after uh, Wrecking Crew, you you played. You didn't play music for a little while, right? Well, no. Like I, I immediately like jumped into two things. I was. 
They played with Mung, right? Briefly. Oh, dude, no, yeah. briefly. I was, yeah. I'm still a new guy. Yeah. In Mung. Like, yeah, no, yeah. I was in Mung. I was in Mung for 15 <laughs> years. I've been in yeah. Mung longer than any other yeah, fucking yeah. band. But when when Wrecking Crew broke up, I, the first thing, they were pretty much back to back. They were like a month apart. First thing I did was I played in this like, looking back, it was really fucking badass, cool like hard rock band, like Circus of Power, oh yeah, Junkyard, yeah. nice kind of shit. It was called Bad Mother Seed. Oh yeah, okay, but. I really, I was so insecure and uptight. I didn't enjoy it as much as I could. Yeah. Because I, I honestly like kept it on the down low from like my friends like in the hardcore scene. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, I'm just kind of jamming. <laughs> yeah. Because I, like, I was, I was insecure and I was embarrassed. I'm like, I don't want to tell him. I was like, I'm playing rock and I was like, oh, you mean the guy with hair down to his ass right. who looks like he's in Circus <laughs> of Power is playing in a band that sounds like Circus <laughs> of Power? Shocked. I know. But, um, but it was, it was a really good band. Then couple of months after that thing was going um was bitter which yeah, was, yeah. Was, yeah. yeah yeah which was uh you know uh rich from orgasm chris from slapshot and john from head cleaner okay and that like that was my first time ju- like first and only time i ever just sang like i was yeah, so yeah. front man did an instrument right the thing with that band go here here's a running thing with me insecurity <sighs> was that i was that was the height of my like tough guy fantasy yeah. shit. Like I was completely absorbed. With yeah, it. I remember that. Yeah, sorry. No. <laughs> really, but no, but you know what I mean. Was, yeah, well, what's up, motherfucker? Yeah. Oh wow, you what? You've been living on Mission Hill for three months, <laughs> gangster. Right. You, you know, it was. Mm-hmm. It's embarrassing now because the thing is, the music in that band, fucking so good, so yeah, yeah. good. I just every time I try and give that another spin, I'm like, whoa. Maybe I was too hard on myself. Right, right. No, it's like I I hear that and I fucking cringe because it's like that wasn't that's not who I am. It, that wasn't even who I was then. It was right. just like it's so fucking phony. Yeah, it, it's it really it's embarrassing as shit, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah. And do you want to talk any? You were talking about when so when you met Lemmy, you said he asked you if you had believed that stuff. So you had a phase with. Yeah, and and the the, the thing about it is. I mean, I I own it. It's it's nobody's fault but mine. Was that I spent fucking fifteen years beating up Nazis, right? Then became a Nazi. Yeah. What kind, yeah. Of, what kind of cunt? <laughs> what kind of cunt does that? You know? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I I just I was just really fucking hateful. Yeah. Really, really hateful. Then on top of that, you you want to hear some really fucking stupid shit? Sure. I honestly thought, like, I was hateful. Like, that was real. Yeah. Like, just, I had a bunch of personal shit go down. Mm-hmm. But then, just that, that <laughs> I'm not blaming black metal. Right. But this is like, <laughs> this is like, this is just tell you what, what's going on. Right. In this phase was in this the rock bottom, hate the world part of my life. Yeah. Also getting into black metal. Mm-hmm. While I was getting into black metal, Black metal was getting into heathenism, getting yeah. into Norse, mm-hmm. Viking. At the same time, there was a point where black metal, where the catalysts of black metal were like, you know what? Being Satan, being satanic isn't enough. How, right. how, how much more evil can I be? Right. Ooh, swastika. Right. <laughs> you you right, know what right. I mean? Yeah. And it kind of was really like, I don't know if it was perfect timing or awful timing, right. or it was like, all these bands, I was rooms like, this is, this is, yeah, this is my <laughs> right. thing. That this this thing that is my brand new thing also just got real fucking Nazi. Right. Yeah, yeah. While I'm wide open to 
right. want to be a Nazi yeah. happened. Then this is how stu- I was already stupid. Mm-hmm. I got even stupider where I thought I was better than your standard Nazi, your standard right, right. white power guy. Because my thing was like, I don't want anything to do with these rednecks in the Klan. And right. These mouth breathing Joe Dirt redneck motherfuckers. Like, you know what? My thing is about uplifting the Aryan man. Right. I don't. And honestly, my whole thing was like, I'm not racist. Right. And I honestly believed that I was right. like, I was like, I'm not racist. I'm against the Holocaust. But to, here's the fucked up thing. My problem with the Holocaust wasn't the fact that they were killing Jews. My problem was that it fucked up Hitler's great track record. Right. I'm like, you distracted yourself with these scumbag Jews right. where you could have been kicking ass. Right, right. How? No, ah, no. Yeah, fuck me, up. dude. Right. You know? But I, I really like I, I got into it and it was like then like it, it, it was really parallel with like the rise of like the NSBM right. scene. And I was I was like knee deep in that shit. Yeah. And it, it, I'm really thankful that like a lot of people like nobody. I, I, I mean, I did lose friends. I, I could have lost a lot more. And I'm really grateful for the people that I didn't lose. Uh, I think a lot of people were just looking. I was like, you know, Keats. Kate's kind of full of shit yeah. a lot of times. So this he's going to get out of this. He's just going through some shit. A lot of people who could have turned their back on me never did. A lot of people who could have kicked the fuck out of me. Right. Like, like for real. Yeah, like yeah. I, I actually, I've heard mm-hmm. after the fact that, yeah. that I had been discussed. Like yeah, I yeah. was like, you know, lined up like, he, dude, got to, got to teach him a lesson. And right. pe- people like stood up and were like, no, yeah. no, he's my boy. And right. That that's huge. Yeah, I think I think people that know you and people from Boston that yeah. have known you for as long as know which, that you're. Which which I I just I I just want people to know that I I wasn't flaunting a get out of jail free card. I right. was I was too stupid. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't, no, yeah. It wasn't some arrogant thing like, oh, you can't touch me. I'm cool right. with this guy. It it wasn't. It no, wasn't. I don't. Um, but but it just I I just finally like, and I'm I'm glad like I just I just I realized like I was at a point where like I. There were two things. I could go deeper yeah. and do like real serious shit mm-hmm. or kind of wake up. And it was what it wasn't being scared. Like, oh, you know, I I'm still I'm still a Nazi, but I don't want to do this. It was <laughs> right, more right. like ah, this isn't me. Right. Yeah. And the whole time that I was in this shit, like I'm working at clubs. Yeah. And I'm playing music. If you have a problem with blacks, gays, and Jews. You might not want to work in the <laughs> nightclub industry. You yeah. know what I mean. No, I know. And um, a, fr- a friend of mine, the, the 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 final straw, like what broke it down was at, at my old place at Rug Road, mm-hmm. hanging out and kind of spouting my stuff off. And this friend of mine was like, "Listen, man, let me ask you something. What you're talking about? You're talking about like you know." Like, the day of the rope like you know with the day when it comes right it's time you know and you're ready for that and like you know you you know you got your get your totenkopf tattoo and you you worship the ss and right yeah that's right what yeah. let me ask you do you do you want this to happen Goddamn right i do okay when it happens do you think you're going to be able to pick and choose who doesn't get killed hmm. and i'm like what do you mean okay and he was just naming people you know, and it wasn't just people I know. It, that's how fucking stupid I was. Like it, it was people that I loved, right? 
but I was I was so stupid and I had this Jekyll and Hyde thing going. It's like, okay, I would I would work down on Lansdowne. Right. And I mean, I'm would would drag queens and <laughs> you, you right. know what I mean? Like yeah, and, yeah. like any all walks of life. Yeah. And I would take a bullet for any one of those fucking people. Next day, I got the day off. I'm sitting at home listening to Bound for Glory. Right. You know, yeah, like yeah. and not thinking anything's right, fucked right. up. Yeah. This guy broke it down. He's like, so and you know, I'm 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 not gonna name people, right? Like, but like, you know, it's like, okay, this this girl, this guy, this, do you really think right. that you're gonna have that much pull in your fourth <laughs> right. Reich that yeah. you go, oh whoa, 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 no, right. no, 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 no. Right. She's okay. Right. He's okay. Yeah. They're okay. He's like, Keith, do you understand that what you what you are actively trying to, to accomplish? All these people are gonna be killed. He's like, also, motherfucker, look at your bookshelf. Right. Look at your record collection. Look at all his stuff. Okay. No blacks, no Jews, no gays, no 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 fringe thinkers. Right. No no um fuck. I I, I don't right. know. No but Chuck you, Berry, you, no motorhead. You know? Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Like all this shit. It was just right. like holy fuck. Yeah. And it it just it it it, it woke up. It was woke like and, and and I'm not trying to cover my ass like in some badass way, like yo, whoa. But bottom line, also too, is like, I why would I be selective? Where right. It's like I don't like, right. like I, I like I really don't have a, a great view of the human race. Right. But I try to be, I, I try to be a kind person. Yeah. I, I, I would rather be happy. Yeah. And I'd rather be good to people. Like I, I'm not, I'm not like trying to run. F- like I'm not trying to get into heaven or something right. stupid like that. I just I I would just rather life's too short and I don't I don't want to I don't want to hurt anybody. I don't yeah. want to be a cunt. I just I I, I just I just want to have a good life and yeah. I want everybody else to have a good life too. Yeah. And I'm like I'm really fucking sorry. I'm well, yeah. I, it, I'm really sorry. It's it's the it's and the thing is it's the biggest shame of my life and I I gotta own it and it's go, it's gonna no matter what I say like this like no matter what I do right. The rest of my life, there's gonna be people who are gonna be like that Nazi, right? And it's my fault. There's, yeah. It's not theirs, right? You know what I mean? So yeah. I, I gotta, yeah, yeah. And so. I think that the the important people, the you know, the people that'll stick by you, and well, I'm, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm, I'm really grateful that they did because they had <laughs> more than enough ammo. Yeah, to like, you know, yeah. No, I know. Never talk, I think, let, let alone not like yeah, kick my fucking head in. But I think I think just. People know how you are as a person deep yeah. down, and I think that's why you're you're still here and you still have a oh. a good oh. amount of friends that are. Oh, sure, sure. <laughs> well, I, I tell you, it's a special time. <laughs> um, so now you. So we talked a second about uh, Panzer Bastard. Yeah. So that's your current band that you, we've have been in for a little while now. Okay, man. Uh, we're uh, going on twelve years, man. Nice. Yeah, dude. And uh, you guys have. Any stuff coming out now, or shows coming up, or uh, anything like that? Or? Right, right now we, we've uh, the j- just from my point of view, like the, the last two years have been really frustrating because yeah. it's the best lineup we've ever had. Yeah, but just we've been at a standstill. Yeah, for writing and mm-hmm. and practicing on the regular, and it, right. it's it's we we we've lost a bit of momentum, but. I'm I'm not packing it in. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, the 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 game plan the game plan for this year is to find a new label. Yeah, and that's nothing against Patak. Like Dan Harrington and Patak have been amazing to us, but like we just 
we we've had and it's it's not his fault like i i don't know how the, the music game goes anymore yeah, i don't point. like yeah. my my like my template doesn't exist yeah but i just know that we need to have a higher I, the type of music we play the the name of our band what we sound like, what we sing about, all this shit. Like, you're never going to be Iron Maiden. I have right. no illusions of like, yeah, we yeah. need to take it to that level. Right. But, but we, there's, we could be doing a lot more. Yeah. We could be doing a lot more. Some of it is just the nature of how things work. Right. Uh, some of it is laziness. Some of it is fucking people being stupid. Right. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. So, but the thing is, I, I'm, I'm almost 50. I don't have another fucking band in me. Yeah. And even if I was even if I was 22, I've I've loved every single band I've been in. I've been I've given 300% to every band, but Panzer Bastard is my heart and soul. Oh yeah. And we're we're not honestly I I don't see us break if we break up, the only thing that's going to happen is there's going to be three things. People who fucking hate us will go, "Good, I told right. you so." Yeah. People who like us will miss us. And the people in the band will wish that we were still playing. Right. You know, like we, yeah, we yeah. would want to, yeah. you know, so we're, we're not. You right. Know, I've probably, I've probably got maybe three to five years left yeah. of my life. Mm-hmm. I'm going to keep, I mean, why why not? What, what right, am I going right. to do? Go to law school? Right. Yeah. yeah just, no, yeah. no, I hear you. Yeah. And uh, you haven't gone back with, uh, well, you did a couple Wrecking Crew shows. Yeah, yeah. Years. I mean, we did, yeah, we're all we're all cool. Um, never had a falling out with Nathan, but yeah, we just we just lost touch. Yeah, and you know, the, once again, the thing is like, no disrespect to Nathan, but the, like th- those songs are fucking great. Like that, oh, yeah. like like the Nathan period of Wrecking Crew is absolutely fucking yeah, legit. Yeah. I always thought it was a different band. It, it, at, we should we should nothing. It's not his fault, man. Like he walked into he walked into like. A pathetic soap opera of, of fragile egos and neurosis, yeah, yeah. and we ended up still had like tangible things yeah. to to show for it. Um, we should have changed the name. Uh, Wrecking Crew. We're we're thank fuck we're all still friends. Like we we really we're actually better friends now. We yeah, we but, hated each other. Yeah, like it to like every every given week there would be this weird these weird little like offshoots like like three guys would hate yeah, the yeah. two guys right. four guys would hate the one guy right. yeah, you yeah. know it, it, it was it was it was fucking insanity like it was yeah. the, the, the epitome of dysfunction <laughs> but like now in, in our in our golden years or whatever like we we all like we we love each other and everybody's happy and doing good yeah you know and it, we, we we had a couple reunion shows and they were great they were fun and but the thing is is like it, we we're all very well aware. It's like we're grateful that like there are people who liked our band, yeah. and we had a good run. But we have no, we don't harbor any illusion that we're on the same plateau as like Chromag, Sheer Terror. Like so, right. for us to be like, oh, reunion, it'd be like who? Right. Well, I, think you, in, I think in Boston people. Would well, be, yeah, but yeah. but you, you know what I mean. It's like yeah, yeah, you, yeah. you see these bands like, yeah. and it's, it's not just hardcore, but like metal too. It's like these bands are like they they weren't they weren't even an afterthought back right. when they were around. But now they're like, oh, you know, there's a bunch of fucking idiot kids right. now. It's like, this, hey, we were from 1989. <laughs> we're gonna validate this kid's fucking back right. patch. Yeah, well, yeah. Fuck that. Like right. that's not like we had yeah, a good yeah. run. Ninety nine percent of the world doesn't get what we got. Right. We should be grateful and we're happy and and we are. Let's talk about you did a uh, reunion 
show that was put together at the, by a bunch of Boston hardcore people for uh, victims of the Boston Marathon bombing. Yeah. And uh, it was a great show. Raised a lot of money, and then the money disappeared. It didn't. It it didn't disappear. One well, of somebody's yeah. fucking arm. Right. So and it, his name is Mike Alephtherados. Yeah. Yeah. And so so what happened with that? This is well, uh, old what friend or. Oh, he's not. He's not. <laughs> Thought so. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Thought so. Yeah. So, what happened was the day after the the bombing. Yeah. Actually, back up. Yeah. Mike mm-hmm. was he was the the lead singer of a, a local black metal band called Noxera, mm-hmm. and he was. I thought he was a really good friend of mine, and he had. I'm not gonna lie, mm-hmm. and say that you know, oh, we were never friends. That kid was a really. I considered him family. Yeah, he saw me through a couple of really bad. He saw me through the breakup of a long term relationship. Like he he was there for me for a bunch of stuff. Yeah, that's what. That's why, I, I think I I, I'm okay to hate him right. as much as I do right now because mm-hmm. of the betrayal. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, he 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 was booking, right. but but he w- he wasn't like it was a huge booker. This was he would book like the the, the metal and the bl- right. black mostly black metal shows like yeah. O'Brien's, yeah. PA's Lounge, mm-hmm. things like that. Yeah. Day after the marathon bombing, I just said, "Hey, listen, you know we should we should do something." Yeah. And I it, I had no at. It it wasn't the intent wasn't out the gate what it became right it steamrolled yeah. in the in the best way possible which yeah. which shows like just like how fucking badass Boston yeah. and Boston hardcore and metal is Definitely. um it, originally this was going to be at O'Brien's and it was it was going to be like this circle of like the, the metal and the metal punk bands right. and the black metal bands yeah then I was like you know what let me just you know I I know I know two three people. Do we run out? No, no, it's moving. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah. No. I'm, I'm like, you know what? I know, I know a couple of guys. Let me, yeah. ju- let, me ju- let me just see what could hurt, you right. know? Yeah, yeah. Be- because we we had seen that there were like, and it, it wasn't like we were trying to compete, but it right. was like, well, look, you know, th- this is really Other like steam, yeah. steamrolling. Yeah. So it seems like people are going to be open to this. I'm like, let me just ask people it can't hurt. And because yeah. the idea was to maybe get one Re- band that had no business playing O'Brien's, right? So we could like guarantee sell it O'Brien's and maybe right. do like twenty five dollar ticket, right? Then it became a thing like you know people heard through like I only reached out to Slapshot, right? Then it steamrolled, yeah. Like people heard that, and then like the Converge guys reached out to me, right. yeah. Um, etc. Et like it was it was cool, yeah. Like, it was, it, and then it became what it was, uh. Show couldn't have been better. That that honestly was one of the top five Wrecking Crew shows that ever happened. Yeah. That, that real quick sidebar. It's not about not about that band. Right. It's about yeah yeah. Uh, it's about a fucking cut name. Mike Alephtherados. This was months after the fact. Yeah. And I I gotta say I really wish. That Jake, Jake Bannon had come to me. Yeah. Not trying to cut co- my conscience is clean. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm not trying to cover my own right, ass, right. but 
it it seemed a little virtue signaling. Yeah. Uh, sorry, virtue signaling mm-hmm. the way that I'm glad that there was yeah, brought yeah. like because if they if if Jake hadn't done this right, this motherfucker might even still be like in our in yeah, in, the, yeah. in this world right right and everybody thinking he's a good guy right right and he would have yeah. gotten away with it yeah, but it comes up that hey the money isn't there, um, I've been doing my stuff yeah, and okay all my little peccadillo about it aside like what the fuck right not gonna lie i i knew mike did blow mm-hmm. didn't didn't know he did heroin right this is shit we found out after the fact right um once it, it, it's almost like like when the Charles Stewart case. Yeah. <laughs> when like one thing happened, right. all of a sudden, like within, oh, yeah. within four days, you're like, right. what the fuck? Yeah. It's like a it, exactly. It was, it yeah. was just this, it, it, once there was this little chink in the armor, everything just went south and you're like, right. what the fuck is going on? Yeah. So, um, long story long, this motherfucker just kept lying and lying and lying. Said he, said he sent it, sent it Western union. Well, where's right. the receipt? Yeah. Uh, Multiple people reached out to Western Union. Right. No record. Yeah. Uh, well, well, where did you buy your your money order from? Right. Oh, I, I, I from here. No. Well, they, everybody who has right. <laughs> records, who have a vested interest in keeping records, have no record. Right. Then it was to the point where it's like, Mike, things are not looking good for you. Right. And I'm the only. I'm the only person keeping you alive. Like I've, there were two times. One was on the phone, right, and one was in person. I'll go, I'll do the phone first, right. And this was a month or two before the 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 face to face. I was like, buddy, look, man, I got guys who know exactly where you live. They want to fucking like. Right. They're not going to beat you up. Right. They're going to fucking kill you. Right. You you understand like. Who who you're fucking with? Right. I I didn't I didn't. I'm like, well, then what the fuck is going on? Right. I'm trying to help you. Yeah. You you, you say this, you say this, you say this, and there's nothing. Right. You got to. And I'm like, well, Mike, you got you got to give me something. Right. You got to. Oh, ba 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 He just goes off radar. Right. Then, finally, we, th- this all went down within three days. Yeah. Um, he was he was working at uh, like some bagel place, bagel coffee place, right. like right by uh, Green Street, mm-hmm. Orange Line stop. And me, me, not a mutual friend because nobody was his friend at this point. Right. But by now, there, there was no hiding it. Like there's some whatever it was, something right. wasn't right, yeah. and it was his fault. And yeah. he was still like kind of ducking it and. Uh, he had been under the radar. He had changed his phone number, like wasn't responding to anybody. And right. I was like, well, where is he? He was like, well, you know, he dumped his girlfriend and moved. Nobody knew where he was. Yeah. Like there, there really weren't people keep, keeping him safe. Right. He was doing the dodge. Him. Find out he's working here. Then the next day we find out, yeah, um, his job, like we told his job, on a day that he wasn't working, this is what's up. Right. Find out that the job was 
through our our conduit was letting letting us know it was like listen do what you got to do. You right. can't do it in in the store, but you'd be doing us a favor because we know he's stealing from it. He was oh, stealing from, from this job too, right? He was also he was also doing fucking dope right. in the bathroom. Uh, so me and a, f- a few few other guys. I'm I'm only going to mention Jake Bannon because right. I I brought him up earlier. Right, right. And Jake, if you ever hear this, Jake, you you are a good a good guy. You're my friend. What I said earlier, that that that's real. That's yeah, how yeah, I felt. But right. the, the big picture is like we're we're all trying to do the right thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, a half dozen representatives. Yeah. From concerned <laughs> citizenry <laughs> came, and yeah. we had we had people at every front. We had people at every door. Yeah. We had people at every back exit. This guy wasn't going to fucking leave. Right. Walked in, and the the we had called ahead. The owners knew that we were yeah. coming in. He was serving somebody, looked up, and then just went in the back. He was hi- he he was hiding. Was it, here here what a, what a cool guy. He was hiding right. in in a, in, a, in a freezer. Yeah, he hid in a freezer for twenty minutes until the owner went in with a fucking knife. Yeah, said you go. We know what you did. We also know that you're high right now. We know you steal. If you don't get out of here right now. You can either get this, and he tapped the knife on his chest, or we're gonna call the fucking cops because we know you're holding. Right. You know, because yeah, we you were in the bathroom for ten minutes. Right. We know you're fucking holding. Look yeah, at yeah. your fucking eyes. Right. He came out. We sat him down, and like we honestly like, not obviously there was the element of intimidation. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, we're sitting there, and, and he, he, he the, the table's vibrating. Yeah. From his body, from yeah. the fear. He couldn't look anybody in the eye. Yeah. When he when he would look up, his eyes were fucking pinned. Yeah. And here it is. This is this is why like after what I'm gonna say after I'm saying this, yeah. I don't feel bad about. Right. I was like, Mike, I've called you brother, and I meant it, and I know I know that we have been friends. Mm. I am. Tr- this is your last chance. I'm, and I'm not kidding. Like to save your fucking life, mm. you have to tell me the truth about what's going on with that fucking money. We can. Here's the thing: we can make this right. We can make this right. You, like, this doesn't have to go the way it's going to go. You have to tell me the truth right, right now. It's, it's the last thing I'm going to say to you. What happened? Then he looks at me, eyes fucking pinned, doped out. I sent that check, and I was like, "Is that the last?" And I'm <laughs> oh like, "Mike, God. I'm like, Mike, is that the last thing you're gonna fucking say about this?" He's like, "Yeah, Mike, I can't help you. We're done." Yeah. Having said that, we know. Oh, okay, you know what? Before I say that, people talk a lot of shit. Yeah. People talk a lot of fucking shit. You yeah. know what? You want to be a big man. Right. Google search is easy. Yeah. You're like, I would have done this. I right. would have done that. Really? Yeah. Guess what, asshole? Fucking do it. Because you want right. to know why? The guy's still alive. Yeah. You could have did it. Yeah. You know, you could do it right. How about that? You could do it right now. You're so up in arms. You can tap on a keyboard. You want Go make the fucking drive, dude. Right. You know? Yeah. Fine. Having said that, he, I, 
I I want to fucking kill him. Yeah. And like I've I've sent sh- you know I've sent him texts on multiple numbers. I've I've hit up his girlfriend. Yeah. Like like I've I've made it known right. that because of what he's done and use it for evidence like whatever you want to do is right. like I I want to fucking I want to I want to do it I want to kill him it was like yeah. Mike Alephorados I want to fucking kill you yeah. you're a fucking cunt you're a fucking traitor you're a piece of shit you're a fucking junkie and and this isn't this isn't going to go away Mike and I I hope I hope somebody sends this to you because as long as you fucking live until somebody finds you as long as you fucking live this isn't going to go away what you did is rock fucking bottom and someday in some way you're going to fucking pay for it. You're a fucking cunt and you're, you're a walking dead man. And I hope you live until, until we get you. I hope you live the rest of your life in fear. I hope you look over your fucking shoulder. I hope, I hope, I, I hope you fucking suffer. I, I hope it was fucking worth it. You're a fucking cunt and I hate you yeah. and I wish you're fucking dead. Yeah. There you go. That's a huge fucking betrayal, and it's like for friends, to, for yeah, all these people, for a friend. It's and, like, and then, look, man, like, 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 I got a Boston tattoo, but like the the Boston I got tattooed on my arm is long gone, yeah. so it's not some like rah rah shit, right? But like, dude, it, it's not just like fucking over a friend. You just you just a fucking you couldn't get any lower, man. Like, it, well, I mean, you could you could fuck an infant, right? You know, <laughs> but he he probably right. did. You yeah. probably did. You fucking cunt. <laughs> Michael Lefterados, infant fucker, piece of shit. Hey, Paulina Behrman, how you doing? How, how's your boyfriend? How, how's that? How's that glamorous couple working out for you? you tied your boat to a fucking winner, you fucking slow-eyed cunt. And this person is still in the New England area. No, no, no. They're, they're uh, I, upstate New York, I believe. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's hope. Uh you know, something can get resolved with this fucking thing because it's it is. Pretty, oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, there, there's 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 one. There's yeah. there's there's one solution. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I was gonna say final solution, but no. <laughs> I, I I 15 minutes ago I was talking about I'm not a Nazi anymore, so you know. So I guess on that note, <laughs> we can probably end this. No, no, yeah. we gotta no, dude, we gotta end on a high note. Man. We can't yeah. Free act. Come on. Man. Um. So music. So the so the, music. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, wow, uh, I, I find it very danceable. <laughs> Hey, uh, what, what what do you call a hundred lesbians with assault rifles? <laughs> Militia Etheridge. <laughs> knock knock. Who's there? Cow with Alzheimer's. Cow with Alzheimer's. Who? Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean this this podcast is about people that are like passionate about music and and whatever the fuck they're you know into oh. and uh, so. And you, you know, when I made the list of people I wanted to interview at the beginning of when I came up with the idea for this, you were at the top definitely because oh shucks, you man. definitely embody you that up. with uh, just as long as I've known you, you've always been uh, a pretty intense dude. And, and fucking <laughs> thanks, Jolt. I'm, I'm glad we were able to. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's like <laughs> Jolt, and it was like, well, you know, if they, they stopped making Jolt, so we started doing coke. So <laughs> okay. And I hope you don't change, man, because I think you're. It's, it's a little late, man, Chris. We're, yeah. I, I could, you know, one of the few things I can say with, with pure conviction is, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be this. Yeah, and I think that's why people are always gonna love you, man. I like Good to be stuff. loved. Yeah, Good I love shit, you. Man. Thanks for coming. <laughs> well, thanks for letting me come. <laughs> awesome, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> Thank you. 